0: lots of money lots of tears lots of mentorship paid and unpaid it felt very unfair it that i had a straight up existential crisis where i was like maybe i should just leave the profession i had no plan b y'all no plan b hi
1: it's nick and nick And this is Better Together, where we explore women's stories through life's major changes and transformations and the support they found along the way.
2: We are just so excited to bring in our next guest and can't wait for you to dive into this conversation with us. This girl can make me laugh no matter what is going on in the world, and she's just such a valued friend. And we just, again, can't wait to bring her into this space with us. All right. Okay. Okay. No, so, the I think sound
1: works. We're Yay. in business over here.
2: <laughs> now it works. Okay. You did it. We did it. Like we did that. it. <laughs> we did it. Hooray. Si se puede. That means we can. Si se puede. You guys never
0: got to kick it up? Anyone- yes. Hold on. Are you guys watching a teacher on Hulu? No. Not yet, but I'm going to start it. Watch it. It's fucked <laughs> up. And the kid in it is hot. I looked it up, though. He's 25, so it's more
2: acceptable. It's a and teacher-student relationship, right? Yeah. Watch it.
1: I don't even think I've seen a preview for it. It's on, it's Hulu. on Hulu. So Good. do better. <laughs> thank you.
0: I'm embarrassed that you just said that. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, thank God I
2: just needed to get that off my chest. So. Thank you for sharing. What a, thank you. Such a welcoming environment
1: that is the first word that comes to mind yeah welcoming welcoming warm friendly
2: supportive empowering not at all aggressive (laughs) everyone just shut up so we can figure this out Allie we're so excited to have you on yes tell us a little bit you have so much newness happening in your life you're newly married wow anniversary was in august you literally just moved into a house two weeks ago. First time homeowners. Tell us how those transitions are going. Are you ready to kick your husband out like I kicked mine out? How do you feel?
0: Well, thank you for having me on. With I have been married. Yeah, good, good on you for keeping up. I don't even know what month it is <laughs> now, end of November. But yes, end of August, we celebrate a year. Um, I would say married life isn't too different because, um, my husband and I have been together for 11 years and we had lived together for the past six, although definitely had an identity crisis changing my last name. I don't know if you guys relate, Same. Yeah. I still will write my maiden name and, um, yeah, so, uh, but anyway, other than that, I like my new last name, so that's good. Um, good thing. And then with the house, I will say post-quarantine, it's been the best purchase that we've ever made because I don't know if anyone else out there quarantined with their significant other or anyone in a 700-square-foot apartment for months on end. But I was going to tell you, the space is really great, but I love them. But it's, it's real, like right now, I'm in a completely different part of the house, and it's just a game-changer. Although, buying the house, them taking the money from my account, mm. that was rough. Yeah. But other than that, I would say every, they actually took it, you know? I was like, they're not gonna. <laughs> they did. They took it. Spoiler and, alert. They
1: want their money. Yeah, it
0: really happened. Like, it wasn't a bluff, you guys. And um, that's pretty much, I mean, it's been overwhelming but exciting. And I'm, I'm, I'm just deep down in the Pinterest and mm. being very basic and, yes. you know, just escaping in that. But other than that, felt... Other than that, it's just pretty much probably everyone's experience.
2: Same old, same old. But tell us about, so shortly before the quarantine happened, you made another big life change. And you went from a benefited salary interpreting position. Allie's an American Sign Language interpreter. She went from a benefit salary position to a freelance position. And how has that been during quarantine how do you network? How do you like get those jobs? How do you make sure you feel like you have everything covered? Mm-hmm.
0: Wasn't great timing leaving the staff salaried benefited position two months before COVID hit, I will admit, but um, that, it was time to go. I, I had, it was, it had its perks, but did not pay near enough for all of the other added duties I had as a, a salaried person. And because I did get married, I, I did, I was privileged enough to be on my husband's insurance, so it, it worked out, but with everything shutting down, that means that all of my freelance work kind of went out the window, and with, you know, like the impending doom and stress and anxiety, I didn't really want to leave the house, so that, um, that was tough, uh, that 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 was probably the toughest thing, but other than COVID, um, yes, I'm a freelance sign language interpreter, um, so if anyone out there is looking for someone, I mean, hit me up. You can look me up on our- <laughs> our of Interpreters for the Deaf. Um, but I uh, and I know Nick. You also went to school to be an interpreter, I through, in Actually, and and I met other Nick in interpreting school. So yeah, of, I love it. For the most part, um, here in Florida, it can vary in different states how uh, things operate. But here in Florida, I work with several agencies, um, and I'm, I'm a 1099 employee at most places that I get my work, and um, those agencies will send me job requests, and I will accept them or decline them, I'm available I accept them, and I have different negotiated hourly rates with each of them, so then I just invoice and bill per job, so definitely part of the gig economy. It's really great, and I feel like I'm making a ton of money, but then I also have to remember that my taxes are not taken out, which is another big transition from being W-2, working at a university full-time, being freelance. Um, but I have much more autonomy, uh, when it comes to making my schedule and like, if I want to take, you know, a week off, I can take a week off, but then I have to accept the fact that I may not get paid for an entire week. So it has its pros and its cons, but I really ultimately love the freedom of it. And, um, there are occasionally I will market myself and just do direct contract stuff, but that's more of a pain in the butt. Um, I, that's why I like to go through agencies. They kind of do all that negotiating for me and I just negotiate with the agency.
1: I'm curious what the, and up to you how much detail you want to get into, but what were some of the deciding factors or the deciding factor, uh, when it came to making that switch for you?
0: There were several things. I had really had it with the office environment specifically with like people that I worked with. Like it was just non-communicative my job was not appreciated I no one would listen to me and that was frustrating um and another big perk of working at the university was they paid for me to get my graduate degree and once I had already had that I was like okay that's really great I reached that milestone and they there was no raise that came with that or anything so I just kind of ultimately felt like my time here is done it again it had so many perks it was really great while it lasted but I think I had just had enough I was there for like four years and I know that to people who are like our parents age they're like four years is nothing you stay at a company you know for life or at least my parents but um not me <laughs> I I was like yeah I'm ready for a change of scenery and then um Ultimately, I, I do make more money as a freelancer. Um, I had gotten in that time. I became certified, and so that opened up some doors for me, um, nationally certified. And so uh, I was qualified
2: for more jobs.
1: Which she says that, you say that nonchalantly, and that is a huge deal.
2: One of the hardest tests to get through. I
1: mean, I, yeah, yeah. many people fail and many people take it multiple times. So she's just like, yeah, I just took this test and like, whatever, it's not whatever. It's like a big deal.
2: Many people who grew up with sign language in their home. So like whether their parents were deaf or they had a relative that was deaf, uh, they still fail that their first, second, sometimes third time.
0: I really appreciate that. Um, so I will say out there, if there just happens to be any other interpreter out there who may be listening, I failed that test multiple times. <laughs> so it really was a big deal to me. Lots of money, lots of tears, lots of mentorship, mm. paid and unpaid. It felt very unfair. It that I had a straight up existential crisis where I was like, maybe I should just leave the profession. I had no plan B, y'all. No plan B. Um, so wasn't, I didn't, it was, it was that, that for a few years, my husband can attest. Um, but I did, I did eventually pass. But so when I finally did, um, and, uh, you know, the amount of times that I had to take that test more than twice, um, that did, that finally changed the game for me. And I, that's the whole thing I could go on and on and on about. I also, for any interpreters out there who may be listening or anyone who may be working as an interpreter, the test is a test. It doesn't define who you are, but unfortunately a lot of sides to it. So that's, that's a whole nother thing, but I say it nonchalantly because I, I trigger myself when I talk about the Nick.
1: Well, I give you a lot of credit. Cause like I, like I said, I know that it's not easy and I've heard all sorts of stories. So kudos, kudos to Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you very much.
1: You <laughs> had talked about mentors along the way. Um, can you share a little bit about how you found them and what those relationships were and how they developed for you?
0: Sure. So, um, we have learned throughout school, um, interpreting school and the interpreting program that once someone is your mentor, they're your mentor for life. Like you, that relationship just changes, but it's not, you know, hard and fast. Okay. We just don't talk anymore. So, um, My first mentors, which I still keep in contact with, not super regularly, but were at um, my first internship that I had two years into the um, interpreting program. And that was at a local high school. And those those three mentors, um, they actually still work in the educational system. Um, They were educational interpreters, my internship was. Um, But then that was kind of like assigned mentorship. So um, and I love them and appreciate them. And they gave me such a foundation to build my skill upon. Like they were truly the difference to me, like learning in school and actually doing it in the real world. Like it, I I owe them everything. Mm. And then, um, after that, uh, I, I, so I took a workshop and, um, at somewhere in Orlando and I actually met with the presenter. It was Kenny. Um, he was my mentor, uh, Following that. So, I he actually lives in Tampa, and I approached him and was like, Hey, I'm really struggling passing this test. Like, I have a lot to work on. Like, do you mentor? And I'm really glad I asked. It felt really bold at the time, but I was like, This guy is like the antithesis of me. Like, um, he's a man, he is certified, he came up in a different way. Um, he didn't go through like the traditional route of an interpreting program. He has much more experience than me. And I, I looked up to him and I was like, You know, this could be good for me. Like, obviously, like me, I, I need I need to change something up, and so that was really great. And so I was able to do a virtual mentorship with him. And um, after working with him, still didn't pass the NIC. That was a whole thing. <laughs> uh, and he was like, I don't know what to tell you, but um, after that, that that relationship still continued and still continues to this day. Um, and I eventually did pass, so I still can attribute a lot of that to him and his work, because he worked with me very closely for about six months. And, um, I think I would think it's safe to, I think it's fair to say that a lot of peer mentorship goes on with, um, other colleagues that I have other freelancers, other friends of mine who are also interpreters. Um, just you work a job with someone, uh, if they're open to doing feedback with you, you know, you, we always are constantly growing from one another, especially with language because it changes so rapidly that they may know different sign variations than you do or really cool English words that you could throw out for signs um, or feedback on something that you didn't even realize you needed feedback on so um, I would say that I'm constantly being mentored constantly seeking mentorship so anyone out there want to mentor me hit me up
1: <laughs> slide in her DMs
2: <laughs> yeah slide in the DMs Something else that I know about you personally, obviously, and I want you to talk a little bit about, is you have sought out community through CrossFit, mm. and particularly you've you've done this through a couple different. They're called boxes, right? Not gyms. Boxes. You know, you know. Hi, I'm so into they, how um, you say. How do you call them? Como, como, como. But through boxes, like when when it no longer felt like the right fit, you were a big advocate of finding a new box and a new community to kind of get involved with. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about how that community works and then how you know when it's your time to transition to a different one?
0: Yes. And I, of course, am by no means an expert, but I will tell you where I think the line should be drawn. So I I could talk about CrossFit all day. So I... I, I just came across, I came across it. There were some girls that I knew, actually, some of them we went to school with, um, Nick, who was into CrossFit. And I was like, she just looks badass. And so I was like, CrossFit yeah. in my zip code. And I like typed it in. And I was like, I'm going to try that. And I was actually training for a half marathon. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to, I just think CrossFit looks so cool. Like I don't, I don't. And before that, like I, my fitness journey before that was pretty much just very cardio based, which like stereotypical, like basic ass choice for, women but, but like which I love it and I would like zoom bus in like all that kind of stuff that I was like it just seems really cool like this girl that I see like she just seems like strong so anyway I was like okay I'm training for this half this isn't done with it like three months from now like I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it and I was just like you know what screw it just cross it in my zip code and I went and I tried two different places and one of them I liked significantly more. It was just seemed like a bigger community. Everyone was more welcoming. They just just nice to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm signing up. I'm signing up. And I didn't wait. And I just fell into it. And that was at Strongpoint CrossFit um, in Jacksonville. And they have since shut down, which was a sad, sad time. Um, but um, what drew me to it was the community. It just felt so empowering to be able to be strong like the women there was not focused on weight loss whatsoever Mm. it was focused on like okay how much weight can I move with this bar like how how fast can I do this workout like it was focused on numbers but in a different way um and I'm sure that no no ladies out there can relate but like you know I was definitely struggling with like, you know, <gasps> physically what I look like, what size clothes I was mm. wearing, like, am I, like, small enough? Am I this enough? And it was just, like, so refreshing for that to not be the focus. Yes. And it wasn't like, oh, well, like, women have to do this and men do this. Like, you guys remember curves? And I don't mean to, like, show Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that was just like, oh, for women. And, you know, it wasn't like, it was, that might work really well fabulous for some women like they don't want to work around, out around men like honestly I get it to an extent but like you know I just thought it was really cool that like it didn't really matter who you were what age you were what you looked like what your fitness ability was um everyone it was literally it doesn't matter if you um have a disability it doesn't matter if you're an elite athlete, everyone can do the same workout. It can just be tailored to you. And you still feel at the end of every single workout, everyone would give high fives. Everyone would be like, you did a great job. So that was what really drew me in and why I decided to stay. Now that box, unfortunately, um, the owner had had some just life changes and like changed their goals and had decided to sell it to another local box who was expanding. Um, They wanted to have several locations and I won't put them on blast, but they were just not accepting. And I stuck it out for probably six months. And the things that that made me leave where I was treated differently um, because I didn't look a certain way. I didn't look like I had muscles. I didn't look like I was lean enough. I didn't, um, I just didn't fit the aesthetic and that was a huge turnoff to me and like goes against everything that I feel. What mm-hmm. is why I fell in love with it. And then um, some of the things that were said to me, like I I would just, it was just very clear that I was put on a lower category or in the lower category than like some people who looked a certain way. But that was pretty much mm-hmm. what it boiled down to. And uh, I wasn't one of the hot girls and mm-hmm. that shouldn't matter, but it did. And I was like, you know, saying a lot. you're of one of our girls. hot girls. Thank you so much yes. for saying that was, that. I'm glad you guys took that
1: bait. I was like, I'm like waiting. I know again, I, I know you can't see her, but tch, you know, just like bite your bottom lip high. Mean, like, we got going on over here. Every moment.
0: I'm, thank you. Yeah. You guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, so anyway, then I, uh, I, I, if anyone's ever looked into CrossFit, it's not cheap. Like it's, it's more expensive than like, um, a Globo gym or, um, I mean, it's, it's expensive. And I was like, I'm paying to feel like crap. And like, I, I would leave sometimes like crying and I'm like, this is not good. And so then I decided to seek out other gyms in the area. And then I found my new home and currently I work out at Sofit Athletics, shout out, Um, independently owned, you guys, you're all about that. So, you know, Um, but they're really, really great and um, they're not female owned, but, but they are really welcoming and really nice. And it's such a big, warm, welcoming community. And it's, it just really brought me back and like made me fall back in love with CrossFit. Um, And that's where I'm at now.
2: So that's awesome. That's a cool journey too. It's just about showing up and then uh not creating a toxic environment.
0: Yeah, no one wants to feel like that, especially when it's supposed to be like your escape. At least it's, that's the way yeah. I view it. It's like it's supposed to be fun for me. If I'm supposed to feel strong and good about myself and I'm leaving here feeling like crap. So that's I would say that that's when it's time to make a change when you're like leaving more days upset than because of the people, not because like something else obviously. That's when it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, any environment, like you feel like, I, that's why I left, a, the, that's a big part of the reason I switched to freelance. because I was like, I don't want to get frustrated anymore, which I, mm. I, get frustrated. <laughs> I didn't cure all my problems, but.
1: I started lifting and working out at a CrossFit uh, box in Syracuse mm-hmm. and loved it and started for the very same reasons. Um, I wanted to feel strong and empowered. And I thought, what? they were doing was just awesome and I wanted to be a part of it. And it was very uplifting and positive and the high fives and the encouragement, all of it was, uh, really just a cool space to be in. So definitely, I think, I think CrossFit gets a really bad rap. I think there are some coaches out there that have caused that to be the case, but I think, you know, for those people who whether you started or stayed or whatever, um, but we're a part of the community. Like there's there's just something about it that's pretty awesome. Uh, so I accredit my working out and my, you know, part of my life and career was in fitness um, to CrossFit. So I think that's awesome. And I appreciate you sharing that message.
0: On that note about
1: CrossFit,
0: I feel like something that you didn't ask us, but something that I wish people would know about CrossFit is that I wish that they would – not be intimidated to try it because I think it can be very intimidating, especially when you see like these men and women with like eight packs and they're just like, so ripped, so loud, so excited, but like nine times out of 10, everyone's super nice But there are people who ruin it for everyone and like paint that reputation. But I feel like a lot of people in my life are like, Oh no, no, I could never do that. And it's like, you could literally be 85 years old and do it. Like anyone can do it.
2: So yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that's all it's and I think that's with anything yes. too. like you, you can have a few bad apples, ruin it for the bunch, or just this perception of something gets out in, you know, record numbers. And then that's all of a sudden the, the first thing people think of. And so, you know, that's kind of a bummer to, I think just the fitness world in general is that there's so many things that we've seen, you know, come all the way up and then have a hard crash mm-hmm. down. And, you know, a lot of people along the way are kind of like, well, you don't really have a full story. Um, and so, yeah, of course in fitness, but with many other things, I think we see that too. Um, without having a full picture of something, you don't really, you, you can't really understand it, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm glad. And I'm glad you found one that works for you. Cause that's, so important so 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 important yeah (laughs) especially when we're we're talking about something that you know an industry that makes an immense amount of money off of putting people down and telling you that you aren't good enough or that you should look a certain way which is why you should do it and that's kind of not the opposite message i would say but it's not at all an emphasis of what uh crossfit had in my experience and it seems like yours has been about so oh
0: yeah oh yeah i could rant And go on and on about everything I think that's wrong with the industry. But I'm it wasn't part of my professional past. I just have a strong opinion. (laughs) But no one asked, so it's fine. But the point (laughs) is don't believe everything you hear and the fitness industry isn't always on your side. Just do what feels good.
1: That's all. Yep. Tell us a little bit about being a homeowner these first few months.
0: There is so much stuff to buy, you guys. I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. Like, we've lived together for so long. But no, like, especially if you're going from never having a yard to now having a yard, even if it's a little baby one like mm. mine, lawnmower. Uh, what's it called when it goes on the edge? An edger? Uh, is it called an edger? Edger, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, an edger. That's a tricky that, one. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it takes me for a moment. I'm so glad you're here. Your wordsmith, um, <laughs> hedgers, like stuff. And stuff I didn't think I cared about, I cared so much about. Um, I didn't, honestly, I didn't think I cared about the lawn until it was like growing and I'm like yelling at my husband and like, it needs, it needs, it needs to be dealt with. And he was like, okay, like, we'll deal with it. I'm like, no, like it keeps growing. Like it's going to rain and, and it's going to grow more and it's, it it. it, we can't be those guys. We can't be those neighbors. Um, the
1: rain, the rain like is superpower for grass Uh, I don't know it just I noticed times 10 overnight
0: also the people that we bought from I know this is such a first world problem which most of my problems are but there's still problems okay okay they have there's so many light bulbs that are just different or just out like they had led ones that were all different colors like all throughout I bought a 16 thank you you get it you get it (laughs) A 16-pack, yeah. yeah. and I was at Home Depot, and I was like, okay, I'm going to change all of them. Again. I ran out. I was like, oh, my God. There's, like, over 20 places to put light bulbs in here. And I'm like, That's why crazy. are there so many lights?
1: It's not that they You gonna went happen. around your neighborhood. You did this yourself. Self-prompted light bulb changing. In your house, yeah. right? Oh, <laughs> I I don't know. what At what point? Part in my brain. I might have said it wrong. I got really upset. So I. No, Nikki is just
2: walking around the street lamps. Like, these She's sort else. of envisioning nice. what she
0: wants to envision. <laughs> Me being like, screw this. This is ugly. I live here
1: now. Like, we're done with LED. Level up.
2: And everyone. I was like,
1: wow. <laughs> I thought you entered the neighborhood with a bang, and we're Honestly? just like, listen, you. <laughs> You may have lived with these lights but no for more. however long. No more. We're done. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have died. stayed They all got to go. <laughs> oh, That's my hilarious, gosh. But,
0: um, so that, I mean, and you guys, painting takes so long.
1: Oh, yes. Okay, but. And the paint tape and the trim. The and tape. You, yeah, the mm-hmm. tape. is a pain in my ass. And forever. you can't leave the tape for too long. I learned that.
0: I learned that there's still some tape that's just living on my baseboard now, and it's just going to stay there. It's blue. Um, I can see it right now.
2: You are not alone. <laughs> I'll let you know. For Thank as you. many jokes that she's making about painting, I've physically just yesterday saw her walls, and they're flawless. She did such a good job painting them. She painted over a teal color. Sure. She painted over a gray color, and like, there's no streaks. Everything looks beautiful. I literally I no walked in. There's none. <laughs> and no Nicole says are thick glasses. they are streaks, but... My eyes were closed the whole time I was there, but they looked... <laughs> She just ran by them real fast. Everything looked awesome. <laughs> just turned out all the lights while we were there visiting.
0: Yeah, so those lights that I just switched, we turned them off um, so that she couldn't see anything, <laughs> but it looks flawless in the dark. Thank you. I appreciate it, but there's still so much left. I feel like I've been working nonstop on them, and there's still, again, first world problems. I'm so glad to have these problems. I know how privileged I am to even buy a home and have these issues, but also, can someone just do it for me? anyone's anyone's passion just painting someone else's house because
2: I have a project for you I have a I have a question actually for both of you um so Allie since you're new to it and Nikki since you've been in your home two years yeah how do you how do you draw the line on when you need to like slow down on the home projects, you know, like, cause you're doing too much, too fast. Do you need to like taper it out?
0: Have a baby. <laughs> Can you help? Because I don't have an answer.
1: You just got to put a bun in the oven. girl. That's so it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> it just oh stops everything. No. So let me tell you, we, <laughs> the last big project we did was right before Camilla was born and we redid the entire kitchen. Yes. And it was very, very dramatic. And there is a photo. I mean, we're talking three days before I gave birth. Yeah. We're we're renovating the kitchen. Literally
2: right before.
1: And there's a picture of me sitting on our kitchen floor, big belly and all. And I just look so defeated and so tired and just – I want to cry listening to you. I have one sock on and one sock (laughs) off. And I'm just like – this is my life. Like, here we are. And the whole project started because our kitchen was very outdated. And I, when we first moved in, I mean, that first week, I had sanded and painted our, our cabinets. So that was all great. But when you have, like, blowfish and, like, uh, Nemo on your kitchen walls. There's okay, a tiles, right? They were tiles. With yes. This. Tiled fish. And... And then there yeah, there was like an ocean scenery on one like backslash wall. And then on the other, it was like a lighthouse overview. And I was like Big Nemo
0: fans. Huge.
1: It was <laughs> it was a lot. Really terrible countertops, this old sink, and the whole thing started because I was like, Camillo needs a better sink than this to be given baths. And so Literally a week before, we just tore the whole thing apart. And the whole time I was like, we're insane. I mean, sleepless nights and all because of a renovation. And I was like, we should be soaking up all of this alone time we have. (laughs) And here we are freaking demoing the kitchen. And I say we, but obviously nine months pregnant, Willie was doing most of this. And he learned how to put up like beautiful tile and –
0: you were literally building your son. So That's true.
1: That's true. I had the harder job. Yes. <laughs> you were kinda busy. Yeah.
0: You your energy was being used elsewhere for arguing more important things. But I'm sure that kitchen looks great. And all
1: I'm hearing is that you were a superhero. I mean, I appreciate that that's what you got out of that. So (laughs) we could, yeah, we could end that story on that note. But my answer to the question of when is it time to stop? Because my husband does not have that gear. He continues to do, I mean, he's the energizer, Bunny. He is constantly doing something. So the answer is to have a child and it will slightly slow down, (laughs) but not stop. It just
0: doesn't stop. My list of things that I want to do is so long. So I don't have an answer, but my husband is like, can we just like chill? And I'm like, I can't though. I can't, I can't, because it looks ugly. Like, I don't want to look at this. And, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I I don't have time for list." but he's a trooper. And I'm like, okay, so you can build, I basically, I'm like, I'm buying these things. Like I'll do the painting. I'll do the stuff inside whatever. I'm like, you got to put these things together. Like you, you need to assemble. He's the assembler. Um, I'm incapable because I don't want to apply myself. That's why I'm incapable because I don't want to be. But I have a question that Nicole and I were talking about and I don't have an answer. When do you stop painting on a wall? So if you have like yeah. a really big room. So right now I have like a kitchen and a living room combo with one big room and then it goes out into like the hallway, to like the entrance. So then you go upstairs, there's a whole wall, like the stairwell, like I just stopped like halfway, but like, if I'm doing my whole kitchen, does that mean like I start going up the stairs? Does that mean then the whole entire upstairs has to be all the same color or like what my husband and I got into an argument about it and he's like, it all has to be the exact same color. And I'm like, but there's no rules. And he's like, there are rules. We just don't know them. What are the rules?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is when I'm like oh, I'm sure Joanna Gaines has the answer. Right. Like, she has to know. I'll what wait until she is, comes but, on your podcast and you can ask. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be like twenty forty nine before that happens. But um yeah, we'll we'll hold out hope for her. And we I will I will write it on a post it so that I remember Thank you. to ask her. I appreciate that. So yeah. Um, my answer, I'm afraid to say, I think I would side with your husband on it all has to be the same color, but we had the same situation downstairs and my husband just very neatly like drew this line. Cause it was like a weird ceiling entering mm-hmm. another room situation with corners and angles and geometry. And <laughs> he just like, was like, Boop. And he just decided, like, this is where this room ends.
0: See, I feel like I get your husband. I'm like, see, we can stop when we want to stop. And he's like, no, I'm yeah. like, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, now n- your your eyes would never be drawn to it. It would never. No one would ever question it. But in the moment, it seemed like a way bigger decision. I was like, this means, like, this is the cutoff. Yeah. Are you sure? And,
0: and yes, there's no going back. <laughs> it's life and death. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. Yeah. Life is full of those hard decisions now, girl. (laughs) It's really hard. I'm not ready. I don't like it.
2: (laughs) Return the house. Get your money back. I don't, I I regret this.
1: I'm going back. (laughs) There are lots of fun things we've had to do since being homeowners, but it's worth it. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I I would like my dad to come over.
0: Yeah. Just anyone else. Just (laughs) Just anyone. anyone What is the hardest thing for you with your home?
1: I think just having this vision of what we want to do with it and like you, having this like laundry list of things of like, well, no, this is what this room, we want it to look like. It should look like this. This is what we want to do with the basement. This is what we want to do. And it's like having to prioritize all the things that you want to do. Um, I think that's the hardest part. But I've also, like, I really do love my home. And when people ask, you know, in the beginning of COVID, in the beginning of time, we <laughs> would do it's these questions. It's hard to questions. remember like, that far back. <laughs> it seems so long ago. We would do these questions in staff meetings that were like, you know, where where are you? And, you know, just giving people an idea of the space that you're in. Mm. and it just made me also really appreciate that I have this house to be in. And it kind of goes back to like, yes, I can look around and see all the projects left to do or see all the problems or the dust bunnies or the, you know, whatever the paint chips. But I can also say, you know, for the past eight, nine, 10, however, whatever month number we're on, I've had a safe place. Yeah. Right. Like I've had a safe place to spend my days to work, to live, Mm -hmm. to, you know, like have my son and all these things. And so you know, I think the projects will just always be there. And it's like anything, you can look at the highlights or you can, you know, dwell on the the negatives or the things that are still left to do. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it makes you really appreciate your own house. Like it's yours. And if it's ugly, it's your fault. But, you know, if it's great. <laughs> and I can draw <laughs> that freaking
0: paint line wherever I want
1: yes, it to, right? I think. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more like topic-y, not question. We've already kind of like talked about it, but marriage. Mm. Mm-hmm. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> we all just ah mm. Mm. Uh,
0: yes. So
1: <laughs> I'm just curious. So I think Hallie, you've been in your relationship the longest. Mm-hmm. Nicole, you've been married the longest.
2: Mm, yeah, sure.
1: And I think I've, I have the short end of both of those. I've been in the relationship the least amount of time and married the least. So from you wise old hens, can you share... <laughs>
0: oh, <shut> okay, you. <laughs> I have to go. That was like really... <laughs> that was an act of violence. I, I... <laughs> I'm not staying for this.
1: Can you share either a story or a moment? <laughs> like something that really defines your marriages your relationships it's
0: a big question mm.
1: i know i just thought about it too mm. yeah no that's a great question so
2: i think you know as we continue in episodes everyone will find out more of course about uh, my husband james who i do love but i talk a lot of shit about um and he <laughs> loves james he's, he's great. really yes. great um he is He's a person who's at Target every day. If I let him, that's our defining moment. Oh, his workday ended. I think I got to run to Target. It's his grocery store. (laughs) It's his safe space. It's everything. But one thing that really like, I think defines us in this season is saying, you know what, Nicole, if you want that expensive pre-lit Christmas tree and that's going to bring you joy, like, okay, let's do it. Like we check each other in a sense of like, we're not overextending ourselves by doing this. We're not putting ourselves like in debt, obviously to do these big things. Um, A Christmas tree is not our biggest purchase by any means in the last (laughs) couple of months, but uh, it's the most relevant example because it's happening tonight. But he's really good about, uh, it does matter so much. Uh, He's really good about saying like, this brings you joy. This is the thing that's going to bring you joy. And I need to either answer honestly, like yes, or no, I just want it in this moment because I want something. And then, and really listening to the other person uh, navigate through those wants and those needs and then either compromising or putting it off or waiting, you know, that's kind of what defines our relationship day to day. I love that. He's okay. He's all right. We don't need to like make. He's great. No, he's great. He's everyone perfect. in my life,
0: whenever they meet James, they'll be like, oh my God, James is so great. I'll tell that to Nicole. And Nicole's like, do not tell James that. Like he has, he's
2: he's heard it enough. We know James is great. James knows James he's great. Literally everyone. James met Allie's mom. And I mom hadn't and seen her mom. Yeah. I hadn't seen her mom in a couple of years. And she could have like cared less once she met James. She's like, oh, Nicole, we're so happy you're here. But James, Wow. Oh, like, like,
1: oh my god! He's
2: everybody's oh, he's favorite fine. person. He's clearly my favorite person, but our biggest no, thing he's is great. always communication and just trying to find the joys that make our lives better.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: That was like so much better than my response. I'm still going to stick with it. I was going to say <laughs> mine's much more like superficial, um, but I feel like it. I feel like it's a good example of, who Ian is to me. So um something that um it's again I'm like self-conscious sharing because I'm like this is gonna be like so stupid that whatever as so I'm hesitating but no
2: sure. this is like perfect. So,
1: um safe space we, for all three of our listeners. Yeah absolutely <laughs> Which are our right?
0: husbands. The, yeah yes <laughs> um Ian's gonna be like Podcast. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know what i doing, but whatever. <laughs> but he probably will listen. um So I love chocolate. Again, I'm sure you guys can't really, like, it's like very niche. No mm, one, no, no. it's <laughs> very like, I'm very such a hipster. What's um, chocolate? So I'll tell you about it later. I'll send you a link. <laughs> but um, I will often do that thing where i'm like i'm not gonna keep talking in the house because i always need chocolate constantly and then i will do that equally relatable thing where it's like 11 p.m and i'm like where's the f- chocolate like i am pissed yeah, yes chocolate and uh, sorry just yelled but that comes through um <laughs> loud and clear <laughs> but that's
2: how mad <laughs> i get
0: and then i'll be like in there's no you don't like how because he also will like buy himself like his own trees like i definitely have been one to be like he bought oreos for himself i'm eating those oreos um so i'm like did you buy yourself anything no, no no and so then what he did once i i for like the eight millionth time we were like in bed watching tv and i was like i just you don't happen to have anything do you and the man last time he had gone to public he knew that this was gonna happen and he bought me a share size pack of m&ms and he brought it in like a nice armor
1: and i was like oh Oh my gosh and let
0: me tell you ladies now what he does is he will like every time he's not every time he goes to the store because i've also been like so i just assumed you got chocolate right and he's like that's not how that works (laughs) if you will like He'll surprise me. Where he'll like probably like every you know once every other week or so he'll do that. And then I inevitably because I go through this cycle like pretty often. But um, he every he will be like so oh got he'll hide it from me. But he'll be like so I can't just stumble upon it. And he's like oh, I did. I got you this. And so I feel like he anticipates my needs. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say with that. But it's very sweet, and I do get that chocolate. And uh, but also I can't grow to expect it every time because it we'll won't make it special anymore. But <laughs> I agree with the communication, but also at the same time, like I don't want to communicate so clearly to where I'm like ooh, with myself at least, where I'm like I'm just going to keep chocolate in the house because I'm not going to do it. And he also knows that about me, and I really appreciate that he knows that about me. And yeah, like, I see you, and so yeah,
2: that's awesome. I really love that story because it's such that a
0: story. <laughs> yes, it's a little I but meaningful. I love that. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh. Yeah. I Very wonder if there's sweet. some chocolate in
0: the sauce right now. I don't know. And now I just want chocolate. Yeah, same. Like- same. It's a constant state of it. so it's
2: <laughs> So I have one last question for you, Allie. Okay. In end out this episode, how do you, in the midst of, you know, having a fluctuating work schedule, certainly life demands, being newly married, how do you prioritize women friendships?
0: So as I've gotten older, I feel like I have really appreciated my female friendships. Um, and I don't know if it's just like, they can relate to me more or I don't know what it is, but I definitely have noticed that myself where I'm like, I just really, really appreciate them. Um, prioritizing them. I feel like that's a big question too. I just, I make time, I, so I make an intentional effort to reach out and I feel like I try, I try to like apply the golden rule where I'm like, how do I want my friends to treat me? And so I think about that and I'll, cause I'll, I've, especially when I was younger, I'd be like, well, they should have invited me to go do this. Well, they should have done that with my feelings. I'd be heard like, oh, they're all hanging out about mm. me. it's like, well, Allie, did you, or, what vibes are you putting out there? So I feel like I analyze myself and I'm like, how would I want to be treated in a friendship? So I, I try to make sure that I check in with my friends. I plug in. I pay attention to the things that they're telling me. I'm not on my phone whenever we're hanging out, even though it can be super tempting because, like, Instagram ugh, just means you know, you guys get it. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like I try to really plug in and like maintain eye contact and like just just be in the moment when I am with my friends. Um, and yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. There's probably better answers out there, but that's what comes to mind.
2: Yeah. No, that's a perfect answer. I think it's all about. I love uh, it. Just reaching out. I buy them chocolate too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and bribing us. That's so And I bribe them all. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, we didn't get to ask you at the start, so we'll close out before we get to our quick six. Yeah. Which we'll explain what that is Okay, in a But let us know what your view is. What are you looking at? And where have you been chatting with us from? Oh,
0: my, my physical view. Yeah. So... I'm in my freshly painted living room. Thank you, Nicole, for the shout-out. It's it's called High Society, if anyone's curious, the exact color. Mm. I'm sitting in a chair gifted to me from a friend who was also moving and just didn't want the chair anymore, and I love it. It's not an Ikea chair. Um, You guys are sitting on an ironing board that I've used as a desk for work. Zoom culture, yes. quarantine things. And I also just had my husband um cave and let me get the pre lit tree that I wanted um from Home Depot and that's in my current view. It has like four ornaments on it. So it's very sparse
2: but it has it has like It does that's have what lights am looking at. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for
1: confirming it. it.
2: I the love ironing it. board. That's my favorite. It's such a real life moment. Right you now, I,
1: like, I love that she said that you two are sitting yeah, on like you're gonna, sitting on you like, guys here are here are. with me
0: it's all about the amount like of elf answer. on the shelf we're going to have to come up with something cute Nick's on the ironing board it doesn't go off the tongue but we'll workshop that yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright so with each of our guests we're wrapping up with rapid fire six questions three from each of yeah. us First things that come to mind. No thinking about it. No rules. You just answer. Okay. Sound good. Okay. Nicole, do you want to go first? Or you want me? I'll after? go first. I'm ready now that I know okay. what they are too. Okay. You guys been
2: thinking about? You guys <laughs> knew about this?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. First question: Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. Go-to pro-yo spot.
0: This is really raw, you guys. I really love Yogurt Mountain, but I just found out that it closed. It
1: closed. No. So my second one is sweet frog. Sweet frog, yes. I do love me some sweet frog. All right, here we go. Real plants or fake plants? Fake. (laughs) (laughs) Hallmark movie or Disney movie? Disney describe in as much detail as possible your most favorite meal
0: oh my god there's so many is
1: <laughs> the perfect answer
0: can froyo <laughs> count as a meal
1: yes yeah go for it
2: i don't
0: even know why i'm asking because i'm gonna talk about it anyway so <laughs> okay again yogurt mountain this one's for you girl um <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting really worked up right now. It's like really, really raw. What if I cried? You
2: guys would be supportive,
0: I'm sure. You'd be like, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> We'd edit it out. It would be. We'd edit it out and be like, okay, so two rapid fire questions. Do uh, um, <laughs> you like chicken alfredo? And scene. Um, <laughs> I really, really. Love like a cake batter, giant thing, a frozen Ooh. yogurt yes. with as many, no fruit toppings. no nope. That's disgusting to me. It's too close to a salad. I'm not a salad girl. <laughs> I want cookies. I want cookie dough. I want Rice Krispies. I want Stroop waffles. I want fudge syrup. And that pretty much covers it. Yeah. And some marshmallows. That's yes. my favorite meal meal emphasis on the meal because that's the meal.
1: Mm. sold i will take one of those
0: so i asked you guys three questions
1: <laughs> you wish just kidding oh <laughs> you can if yeah. you're if you're that prepared you have rapid i'm not prepared
0: okay <laughs> i'm not prepared no <gasps>
1: all right okay well thank you for having me on thank you thank
0: you for joining us you guys are the best little podcasters I've ever seen, ever heard. And good luck
1: with the call. Allie, it was lovely seeing your face and catching up with you after all this time. It's been too You know, much I feel time. like we didn't get to bond nearly as much over food as we had before, mm-hmm. but. That just leaves room for future engagement and chats. That's that's, that's
0: beautiful. Great. Oh my god, that was beautiful. That's the quote. <laughs> Can that
1: be the name of the podcast and that really long sentence? <laughs> yeah, just that's it.
2: That's the whole intro. Well, let me know how
0: Joanna Gaines goes. I'm really looking forward to that episode dropping. And yes. yeah. Well, have a good night, ladies.
2: Yes. Thank you so, so my much, girl. <laughs>
1: We're so glad you joined us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, leave us a review. It really means a lot. Until next time, remember, we're better together.